0: Nothing's broken, nothing's wrong, I'm good, I'm fine. As you said, the dog's sipping his tea in the fire. But if it ain't broke, no fix it, is kind of detrimental to you and your mental health and your ability to grow. Because how you are, what you want for your life is gonna change over time. Your expectations and relationships is gonna change over time. So it's gonna be broke (laughs) after a while. Like it's gonna be broke after a while.
1: Tribe, welcome back to another episode of balancing the bars. We are going really deep this episode, and we're talking about loving through trauma lens. Be real. We've all done it from some point. And ladies, my beautiful co hosts, welcome <laughs> back to another episode. How y'all feeling today? Gucci <laughs> <laughs> She's always Gucci. I wanted to finish that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Keep on you. Team?
0: I'm bye good bye. as well. I'm good. Can't complain
1: being present in the room so we are talking about loving through trauma
2: lenses have you guys been caught doing that um how do you know when you're loving through trauma lens but girl no yes no
1: no even if to yourself you telling yourself it's all right you know i mean mm-hmm. the dog the table the raging fire this is fine <laughs>
0: yeah yes no now, but what does that mean to you, though? What do you think loving or what, at what phase did you think you were loving through Trauma Lens?
1: Um, definitely when I was dating this guy and I can see the earth through the floors. I was like, yeah, I'm loving through Trauma Lens. It's not need l- to l- be l- here. L- l-
2: help, l- help us to understand that a little bit more. Okay, see so I'm perfect.
1: getting there. So I'm like, yeah, as in literally. <laughs> I'm talking literally. This is the floor. This is the ground. And I'm saying to myself, why am I... Putting myself in this position, mm. and that's the wake-up part um, of seeing yourself in the mirror point-blank. Mm. I am literally loving through a trauma lens. I am seeing um, my love for this person as more important than the love for myself. One, that's the first thing you're putting the love for yourself last. And two, um, this is just not what you deserve. You don't deserve to be in a place where you're probably not safe and comfortable. And then um, on the inside. Your soul feels an feels an unease. My use no. Mm.
2: What about you? I a few about two years ago, and I think I made this statement in season one um, that I really gravitated to that trauma not transformed is trauma transferred, mm-hmm. and um, I think many times you when certain actions are being displayed within a relationship and the relationship becomes unhealthy, you have to take a step back and ask, why is this happening? Um, In my experience, um, there were a lot of things that my partner would have done, and it triggered me. And I treated him a certain way because I wasn't healed. Mm -hmm. And transferring and the, the trauma, was then transferred to the relationship where mm-hmm. it therefore had a negative effect on that relationship. Um, something as simple as being in a former relationship where the communication was on a negative, And let's say you have this partner and um, you're communicating, but each time you communicate, um, they would... Make it feel as though, one, you're wrong. And mm-hmm. we were having this conversation, and I told you that hit home for me. Mm-hmm. You you were wrong, or just ensued into an argument. Making you feel crazy. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> know, like, you're the one that, that yeah. always, like, you always have an issue. Mm-hmm. And so, coming out of that relationship, and it wasn't even a, let's say, intimate relationship, intimate partner relationship, it was a friendship. Mm-hmm. And, um... It became so toxic that as my friend, as my best friend, we could not have had certain conversations, because the moment I had those conversations or bring up a certain topic, it got shut down, or no, let's just stupid it under the rug or something like that. And so when I met someone who allowed for open communication, I was like, I approach it with that mindset from that former relationship, mm-hmm. uh, um, or with that relationship that if I come to you about this, you're going to shut me down like this. Or if I immediately feel as though you're hitting to that point, mm-hmm. it's like I take a step back and I realize, okay, this is something you need to get over. Mm-hmm. And not because that person treated you that way means and that you're there. Transferred. Pra- you know, transport or give that person the blunt of it. Mm-hmm. But that trauma transferred,
1: though. Yes, mm-hmm. it did. And, and so instead of loving someone, being present, we, I don't think we truly know what it's like to be present, especially the generation before us. Mm. There's always lingering pain in their eyes. I don't know how, that's me. When I meet someone, I look at you dead in the eyes. I'm like, hello, my name is Ariane And I see things in people's eyes. And and even you ladies, before I asked you, have you loved through says It's all over in your face. It's all mm-hmm. over in your eyes. I don't think there's anything, um, mind you, I need to make this clear. There's nothing wrong with surviving trauma and unlearning. I think it's a beautiful process because you see love with a different lens. Um, how do you find that you see love before as opposed to how you see love now? Is it, is, has it leveled up?
0: <laughs> I think for me, it's important to determine because trauma for everybody will be different. Yeah. Um, love for me is a choice. And because you're going to... You would meet somebody and you would find traits in them that you like and you would want to be involved intimately, but it's not always going to go how you want it to go. And you have to make the decision to want to stay even when it's not working. And one of the most important things I had to learn was that the red flags that I noticed in past relationships or the traumas that I would have experienced in past relationships, I tend to um, hold on to them. And they're kind of like baggage for me now. Certain things would trigger me, of course. So I now have to learn how to differentiate between my traumas misleading me and my intuition guiding me. Because we sometimes have a way of digging a hole for ourselves if we don't go through the process of healing.
2: If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I do not stand by that you statement. You don't stand? Okay. No, I don't. Why? Because, because again, a, that, can, def- that statement can cause you to be so stagnant in your life.
0: And definitions and how you would see things should be defined. That's <laughs> to use the word again. But if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, what does being broken mean to you? You, you may look at it, there. you may look at your situation and think that it's not broken or nothing is wrong when in reality you have been sitting in that same position for all your life. This is all you know. This is all you're accustomed to. So in your head, nothing's broken. Nothing's wrong. I'm good. I'm fine. As you said, the (laughs) dog sipping his tea in the fire. But if it ain't broke, no fix it is kind of detrimental to you and your mental health and your ability to grow. Because how you are what you want for your life is going to change over time your expectations of relationships is going to change over time so it's going to be broke (laughs) after a while like it's going to be broke (laughs) after a while
2: i genuinely agree Mm -hmm. let me cut what i think happens too is that our trauma becomes a part of us Mm -hmm. we and our trauma become one. one what is there? Two peas in a pod.
1: <laughs> oh, so. I, was, I was thinking of the colloquial um, no, <laughs> jargon. No, I, I, I uh No, no, say
2: that.
1: B <laughs> and was about to say that
2: we you know P G thirteen. But and and sometimes you don't even know that something is broken mm-hmm. because I in myself I know that there were certain ways that I thought of I thought it was okay. I thought you were the problem. Mm-hmm. But it's important to take a step back when you see, like, things are always happening. Cycle. Why is it happening? Cycle. You know, what part do I have to play in this happening? You talk in a certain way, like, okay, okay. It's not really the way in which you're talking to me, mm-hmm. but because of what I might uh, be accustomed to or to. what I would have experienced in the past. So you, the person, isn't the problem. You are the problem. So it's really important to recognize when you, when, when you are the issue in that relationship, and note that when we're talking about relationships on this forum, sometimes it's not even about the intimate partner relationship, friendship's, friendships, those platonic well. friendships you hit whole... Yeah, you can like. Your friend would really
1: break I think a friend would break my heart. I've been through more that. more than <laughs> <perhaps> <laughs> a man could. Because your friends know you. They they get you and um and, and,
2: and the love the love I think once We I'm can I'm take I'm trauma I'm into 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 those Plasonic friendships. I <laughs> yeah. we, we can do that. I I remember this friend that I had. Like the friendship was no longer there because I guess I did something that I was unaware of they're like, we can't continue because You triggered something. You triggered something. That, um, and then they were afraid to have another another friend mm-hmm. or or another friend that close to them because they're like, I don't wanna experience that again. So But I isn't that just an
1: unhealed part of that person? I know you're gonna say something, but um I just wanna move forward the conversation in this direction because you know we're solution oriented here. Mm-hmm. I really wanna know how do you Get out of that minefield of triggering situations. Is it? I, I I can't. I wouldn't think that I would put all of the power in a person to trigger me. Um, but the reality is, people will trigger you because people don't know what you've gone through. Sometimes they know and they do it intentionally. So how do you get out of that kind of minefield where things would just go south any second?
0: I think for me, it was important for me to learn what my triggers were. Um, I, in my previous years, I was able to, like, make friends easy and communicate with people easily. But as I got older, it became more difficult for me to do that. And I have trust issues when it comes to people. And it's hard for me to, like, let persons close to me. But what I've had to figure out is what are my triggers? So if someone approaches me in a certain way and I know there's an interest to form a friendship or a relationship, I set my ground rules don't shout at me. That's <laughs> all. Like I, I can't stand it when people raise their voice or shout at me. Yeah. And,
1: and so they rightfully so.
0: And if I don't feel safe and comfortable with you, I express that. And if something is wrong, I've learned to be open and honest and express that. Because keeping it in won't help anybody. But for me, it was important for me to learn what my triggers were and be able to express it. And if I realize that somebody isn't understanding that something is not working for me. I would have to remove myself from the situation. That's easier said than done. But sometimes you have to have the discipline to do something that's necessary and put your own well-being over your feelings.
1: Mm, um, That was ringing in my head. I, I, I heard it before she said it. Putting your well-being over your feelings. Um, and that does not mean, by the way, work those extra hours and like feeling completely run down the next day. Cause mm-hmm. I think that we do that in a workplace. We, see, we love, and the thing is, our love is sprinkled into the different things we do. You can't help it. You can be an ice-cold, black-heart, alkaline kind of guy, girl, <laughs> but your love goes into the things you do, especially at work. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not... If you're blessed enough to have a job or run a business that you love, mm-hmm. um, we can take that into the workplace. We can see... Um, love and, and do things mm-hmm. through a lens or, of trauma. Mm-hmm. And we're filtering everything tr- through our trauma. So even if it's a good thing, let's say you're being a kind person, saw this TikTok the other day, and the girl was like, you're not really a kind person, you just lack boundaries. Mm-hmm. And when people ask for something, you're like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. keep going. Um, and that's really not it. You, you're just filtering everything you do, everything you think and you say through your trauma. And I think something to get out of that mind field, the first step was really crucial that you highlighted, knowing what your trauma is. A lot of people, a lot of people I observe, get ticked off by everything, but it's this one thing. It's one thing, Mm -hmm. and the fact that they won't own and take time enough to look at themselves and realize what this one thing is, the little things that surround it are just kind of going like boom, 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 Mm -hmm. and you're spending your life in chaos, Mm -hmm. and there's no peace of mind, Mm -hmm. and that's a real bag, isn't it? Isn't that what we really all want?
2: Definitely, Um, but before we we go any further, because (laughs) I have a question, Um, before we go to that question, I think we should take a break. Okay. Then we'll come back, so... My yes. heels had me kind of <laughs> thirsty. <laughs> so, well, so just stick with us. <laughs> oh, we're back. Mm. I'm back to business. Uh, before the break, I told you girls I have a question. Um... How did you know? We're talking about okay. You recognizing that you're loving someone through trauma lens. Mm-hmm. How did you know, or that you're being loved through trauma lens? That's mm-hmm. if you would have ever been in that position.
1: You're happy at home, sir? Oh, I'm Guess sorry. Was this just a, a blaps. like <laughs> No, that's not blow
2: This blaps. I
0: um, I don't know if. Let me not lie. I think Don't that... lie to the people. <laughs> we don't, do
1: that, yeah, here. That we don't do that here. I have
0: had friendships and relationships where persons would have loved me with their own ulterior motives. Mm-hmm. And they weren't able to love me how I wanted to be loved, and that's because they've either seen negative relationships or they have had experiences where they couldn't trust someone to the point of loving them wholeheartedly. So yes. I have been loved through Tramalyns by friends, by ex-boyfriends. How many
2: boyfriends? Yeah. Why are you minding <laughs> this business? <That's> <laughs> Don't ask me that. Cause no, I, won't I mean, be able not to tell so you. not hold on. I can be but, real. You but <laughs> you had a lot of skittles,
0: <laughs> girl. So even as yeah. I was younger, I don't think I even realized that I was being loved through trauma less because oh. I was in a relationship where I was head over heels for this banana. And you probably
2: didn't know what trauma was. Yeah, fine. I did not understand. You just and you're feeling. And he
0: knew in in his, the same person that I was talking about in the really and the topic that we talked about like friendships and foes and stuff. Yes. When oh, he was able, year. when he was able to look at me and say, "Abina." You are here and I am here and he couldn't get to my level and he understood that he couldn't get to my level emotionally. And that's because of his past experiences and what he was able to give. Mm -hmm. And I feel also that's important. If you know you can't give somebody what they need, let them know and let them make that decision of whether or not they want to stay and try to work it out with you or they want to leave. And thankfully, he at the time I was heartbroken. But he gave me the option to leave and I had well, to get out. To. And I had to get out of the situation. So, for that, I am grateful that he was able to look at it and not take both of us down into a deeper hole because I didn't realize it. And I'm grateful that he did, even if he didn't think it was trauma then, but he realized that the situation wasn't going anywhere and we needed to both get out of it.
2: Mm-hmm. What about That's you, you Dietel?
0: Mm. Tell us about the Skittles. <laughs>
1: There's a lot of Skittles. Okay,
2: let <laughs> l- 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 one like a green one or a red Skittle like Yeah, just pick one of the Skittles. You know,
1: I think I'll I'll take the red Skittles because Red Man is not no joke.
2: So um Sean's <laughs> <coughs> fire drink
1: fruit. <laughs> no, my so, my my throat literally went Ooh,
2: easy but uh, um, <laughs> man, um please don't unsubscribe uh, no, um, uh, keep
1: following us okay <laughs> thank you no one is serious note, though I knew that I was being loved through trauma lens when the exact relationship he described his f- that he had with his father is a relationship he was now projecting onto me mm. his father was never there um his father uh, would show up sometimes and then dip-, dip out sometimes I remember a time I had to get household water. Yeah. I was so depressed at that time that I couldn't even leave my house. I would feel so paranoid, so uncomfortable, and everything in between. And um, this man noted me housing and water, mm-hmm. and then got off buying no water. So call why did you call Wait, <laughs> Obviously, I end up getting my water on my okay. own means. Right? I leveled up. I got my own household water. calling mm-hmm. calling call the same thing that... that like he would describe with his father hey dad um you know you know he promised he would do this he if I' true yeah, 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 yeah. I'd
0: never come
1: yeah mm-hmm. Again? I would have <laughs> you know, if I had waited on him and I realized you're doing the same so you're you all of that mess that you choose not to flush Mm -hmm. and on all of your your heaviness and your unhealed (laughs) aspects of your being not
0: to cut you (laughs) darling but she just gave us the posh all of (laughs) the mess you choose not to flush Yes, this is a
2: serious topic guys you (laughs) projected
1: onto me and and that's not what it is Mm -hmm. if we have children are you going to not give your children water yeah it's the simple things ladies and gentlemen Mm -hmm. and um to my CNS, please subscribe and leave a like. <laughs> <laughs> don't watch no face, and that's and and I I've been loving that term lately. It basically means you know who sees sees and mm-hmm. that's okay. Um, a doctor, something says those who mind don't matter, and those who matter don't mind. Is mm-hmm. it that way? <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's that's how I knew. How did you, you know? know. Mm-hmm. How did
2: you know?
0: Yeah, you're under I the lens right now. No. The <laughs>
2: how did you know I remember sharing with a partner that I send them this this message I said I am not responsible for your insecurities
0: Mm. that's the Guinness in her
2: sorry (laughs) (laughs) that's the Guinness in me no you know I'm not a drinker of Guinness yeah I'm not responsible for the for your insecurities that you're projecting on me your trust issues. You're wanting to go through my phone. You're, um, because you would have been in situations. Oh, as a matter of fact, <sighs> men. No, don't do that.
1: <laughs> they are some good men out there. there. I have a great mind. Let me okay, un- okay. No, back listen. to topic. Let me site. Okay. <laughs> Put it
2: back up. <laughs> some men. And some women are just no. like some men. No, so, I got you guys. But listen what happened in this case, right? This guy was a dangles. Right? Um, I mean, it's um, called
1: a Mongols for the right? for the men, just so you know. This
2: guy was a dangles. Mm-hmm. And so would have been out there experiencing Slap Chop with Tom, Dick, and Harry. Mm -hmm. So now you come into a relationship because you know what you used to do with other people, girl, children. You're now projecting that onto me, Mm -hmm. um, afraid of my having male friends and being in male spaces, especially in my field, being out there. Mm -hmm. The media. Wanting to check phones and all of this. (sighs) Listen, Oh, and the curfew check. I was like, listen, the last time my mom gave me a curfew, I think I was 16 or something like that. I'm not leaving my mama's house to come into your house. For, uh, like." Yeah, it, it just doesn't
1: add up. Let me drink
2: a fruta. It doesn't add up.
1: It really doesn't add up. It makes no, no sense. No,
2: honestly, um, mm-hmm. so that for me, I was like, let us let me take a step back from this. Mm-hmm. But it causes me to ask the next question now, would you... Continue loving someone and being with someone who's loving you through trauma lens.
1: What if you're the person loving the person through trauma lens? No, no,
2: no. (laughs) You're loving the person through trauma lens, right? Mm -hmm. And you recognize that. But would you love someone if, if the tables are turned? Would you continue to love someone who's loving you through trauma lens and projecting their insecurities on you?
1: There's something that we've been saying since primary school, and I will say it now to the people. No. <laughs> Short and sweet. Mm. No. No. Nope. My y'all too jokey-jokey jokey tonight? <laughs> no, it's the easiest thing to say in, in when you're smaller. It's easier to be assertive. It's easier to say, no, this is not what I want. You want, mm-hmm. please tell me a sweetie. No. No. Yeah. And and it's it's a no for me. Because if I'm actively working on my healing and I'm trying to give you the best love possible while not draining myself of that love just to give you, then you've got to
2: reciprocate. But what if both of you are there for loving each other through trauma lens? Would you exit? Would you stay? What would you do in that case? Um, I can say that I have stayed, and things
1: are progressing. And Mm -hmm. I think you know when you can stay, and things will progress. Or if you just got to hit the road, Mm-hmm. sometimes <laughs> yeah, hitting
0: i don't i agree with arianne to a certain point because sometimes hitting the road is not that easy mm-hmm. especially if you're invested emotionally already in somebody as mm-hmm. yeah friend i don't do them things <laughs> <laughs> nah. no, i'm a strong believer in yeah what's yours is mine but certain things need to be separate as well too so that, in no, that account, low, low yeah, n- no 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 if i don't have your last name no joint bank accounts and no our not money it. our money is separate yeah anyways back to the topic now, i feel like sometimes leaving is easier said than done and what you have to understand is whether or not that person is willing to work on their trauma or whether or not you're able to work together to get over that hurdle because Stuff happens in relationships, and we tend to realize things as we get older and as we grow together. Because you don't always start all zen and like I know this is happening, and I'm working on myself, and I'm growing, yeah, you're being and real. Yeah, oh, yeah, like and I know all my baggage, and I know what I want.
1: You don't come into a unless relationship, I'm a narcissist, and I am putting up a front. Like you don't, yeah, you don't
0: come <laughs> yeah, into a relate to a relationship as a person that knows exactly what they're about. So as you dig deeper and you and then again when people come first come into relationships it's one big show sorry for the first three to six months he or she is most times trying to keep up an image
2: not all the time i I said i said most times (laughs) no but i feel like oh damn i I missed the operative word (laughs) (laughs) apologies man yeah but
0: i feel like People sometimes tend to think that they have to have everything together and there needs to be a level of perfection that they would start a relationship and make it seem like everything is there and then it gets to a certain point where they can't keep up the show anymore. So all your baggage is
1: just start start a relationship, yeah. you can't continue. Yeah, like you you're introducing
0: that. people to a vibe that you can't maintain and when they finally get to it it's stink of fish
2: like that where I thought like, um, I get all the baggage, mm-hmm. and I'm looking for the red flags on his part, mm-hmm. and I can't see it. Yeah, like right? it's not I there. Just not yet. Right? <laughs> N- not as, I, I can't see it, and I c- I, I kept feeling it still, Jamisia. you're the problem. Something is wrong you know, with something you. something is wrong with me. Yeah, I know I have my baggages, but, mm-hmm. um...
0: What were you? What's going Did on? Did see
2: when the mask came off?
0: It was a whole different story.
2: It was a whole different story. Are you guys ready for it? Are you guys ready for it? No, daddy.
0: So,
1: you're about to say something <laughs> no, silly. No, I'm not. I'm not, right? So when women and guys get you past that like, the period you're talking about, that first honeymoon phase, mm-hmm. they're like, we're in the clear. <laughs> <laughs> Let, <laughs> I told Let you she's <laughs> about to do something silly. <laughs> no, but that's legitimately because it comes mm-hmm. like this what insecurities what complacency
0: starts to step what? in Laziness. it's like
1: what? i don't like wash up wash up the wears after cook mm. i mean that's i don't like, like cooking <laughs> to begin <laughs> with like but yeah i mean to, from the trivial things that just irk you to the bigger things that are just like you're non-negotiables because mm-hmm. relationships must have those it just keeps coming but um, i don't genuinely believe that every man or woman that you date will give you that same ridiculous training experience but I think through those experiences you get to see things outside of your trauma Mm -hmm. and you get to be a bit more centered and calm especially when you start that work yourself Mm -hmm. and you meet someone who is just straight on not an energy vampire God knows we have too many of those. I
2: have a question do you know yourself outside of your trauma who you are outside of your trauma
1: I'm still learning. I'm learning about my funky, cool self every day. I don't know myself currently outside of my trauma. I've just, I've been raised, um, I've been raised, all I remember is trauma. Yeah. I'm just constantly trying to make better experiences.
0: I won't say that my life was completely traumatic, but there are certain experiences that I've had that would affect the way I think about certain things or the way that I do certain things. As I said, I have trust issues. And that's a big thing for me. As a girl, I used to check phone and get heartburn. Oh, so oh. it's like...
2: Are you okay now? You're yeah.
0: Rub It's you. Are you okay now? But I had to get over that. At a point, I used to had access to my partner's location and like be checking it like a hawk. To make sure that he wasn't anywhere he wasn't supposed to be. And by my definition, anywhere he wasn't supposed to be, was you supposed to be at work.
2: Can, I, can you just it. pause and allow me to say, don't get an iPhone, people. <laughs> that, it has that feature. <laughs> <laughs> Samsung too, apparently. No, honestly. but...
0: That all stemmed from my trust issues and things happening that I had no control over. So, those little things made me feel like I had control over. But you know what this is? Smart city government or strict city government, smart smart city population. population. And I've had to come to terms with the fact that I don't own anybody. Mm -hmm. And their actions aren't a direct result of who I am or are not. Or I shouldn't feel like I am the problem or they're doing what they're doing because of me. Because people are going to do whatever they want either way. But you need Fact. you need to be able to determine what you're internalizing and what you're going to use as an opportunity to grow or what you could sit down and possibly cry about for a while. Yeah. but and grow. Yeah, the important thing is to... That process for me was understanding why I was doing what I was doing and trying to find ways to get out of that behavior. I'm not perfect now, and there's still times where I'm tempted to pick up the phone and check to see what's happening, and I have to control myself. Because at the end of the day, whether I check or I don't check, the other person is still going to do whatever they want to do.
2: Yeah. And I think that brings us back to the question that I asked um, just now would you love someone? Or would you continue being with someone who are loving someone through a trauma lens or be with someone who's loving you through a trauma lens? And Dali immediately said no. But in hearing Abina right now, um, your partner probably m- may or may not have recognized that that's a toxic trait, mm-hmm. and they stood with you through that. I think I would say the case depends on whether the person is... One, whether they would have recognized tr- that they're toxic, traumatic individual who needs healing. Mm. And secondly, whether they um, are willing to get help for that, ex- for, for that trauma mm. that they would have carried with them for such a long time. So unless y- you are not ready to acknowledge that I'm a flawed human being, because we all are, and seeing that these things that you have, they're having a negative impact on our relationships, mm. on our relationship, then hit the door, Jack. Well,
0: right. I don't think that, um, that work is something that you can do alone. Definitely Because not. for me, my partner had to understand that or understand why I was acting the way that I was acting, and there are things that he needed to change to ensure that it didn't trigger me negatively. I mean, the change may not be what I wanted or what I expected him to do, but in his own way, he has, or I mean, I'll say has, but the partner has figured out ways to try to help
2: communicate with you and to cope with you through it all. And I I can definitely relate to that Mm. um, because I can see here that There are things that I have not yet healed from. And um, my partner can't come around me a certain way because he knows how I would react to it. Mm -hmm. So he knows how to communicate with me, um, sometimes even touch. Like, that isn't my love language Mm -hmm. for certain reasons. So he would have to now know how to maneuver with me sometimes if I say, no, do not touch me. Mm -hmm. Or no, I'm not in the mood for that. Mm -hmm. Um, To to give me space. Give me space. (coughs) Allow me to breathe. So I think it is okay to be with someone who is healing. Mm who is healing. Mm. And you have to be understanding and be patient with that because we're all about finding solutions here. But aren't are we so all still healing? We, so we are. Yeah. So that's that's it. N- I, I don't think we all are because some people don't even know so that they, they have things started. Start to heal from. They haven't, they, started. They haven't even started. That. Yeah. that was
1: my hard no. That was really my hard no. But do just to, um, really and truly have a sense of absolution right now. <laughs> Do you think that we can become people outside of our trauma? Yes or no? Definitely. Yeah, I do. There's this endless possibility. What about you, Abina?
0: I do think so, but it takes continuous work because sometimes you can step out of a box and step back right in. So when you make the decision to step out, you really have to actively work on staying out and understanding why it's important that you stay out of the
1: box. I feel like they are ways to really become, and, and it's really about sticking to it. Eggs have, <laughs> eggs have, chickens have the ability to sit on their eggs for a certain amount of time, and regardless of what that chicken wants to do, it has a goal to, to just bring life. And I think um, you stepping out of your trauma and, and becoming more, Of the person that you are. Mm -hmm. Is birthing a new life. Because you see things differently. Mm -hmm. Um, Situations aren't recurring. You're not in that same cycle. Um,
2: I think what we said tonight. Was really powerful. And necessary. Mm -hmm. Along that path. Yeah. And um, I think. The final thing I would love to say. Is that we're talking about. Stepping out of and becoming. And. It's something I had to learn. Over the last few months that. Those who are healing from their trauma and being to talk about stepping back in, I want to tell you that healing. Whoever said to you that healing is pretty, mm-hmm. that it's a pretty journey, the lie. A <laughs> big <It's like lying laughs> like lie. No, because healing is really ugly. Mm-hmm. Because you can start that journey, you can find yourself back in the box. You can make detours because distraction come along the way, but. Though it's ugly, it's still beautiful. Is there their beauty in the ashes of healing? Mm. Right? Yeah, Jacob um, said
1: there's no such life that's better than yours. Alright, our darling up the same <laughs> <laughs> um.
2: Well look at the eight yeah. there. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but honest, honestly guys, um you can love someone through a healthy lens. Mm-hmm. It is possible, but you first need to realize that you're screwed up. Now you're screwed up that you might be toxic. You mm-hmm. might be pretty but toxic. Or I might be a bit screwed up. She just said right. pretty
0: but toxic. Okay. Yeah, so
2: you must just just be willing to get <laughs> to, oh, to get that healing. <laughs> no, you're <laughs> not gonna sing I the, the song, Dalia. Okay.
1: So you can mm-hmm. be hurt and still be wifed. All right, <laughs> Kareem, you bad for the one. You can't be hurt and still be wiped. I've seen it. There's mm-hmm. healing to be had for everyone. Mm-hmm. Gu-
2: girls, this was a beautiful conversation. It's and okay, I think I we can go all day. Mm-hmm. And I know y'all will come in the comment section and say, why it's so short. <laughs> but um, this, this is such a beautiful conversation, ladies. And um, it's always a pleasure um, hearing from you and learning from you and, mm-hmm. and learning as well. Um, Mm -hmm. learning and learning and and relearning yeah um so yeah guys girls ladies gentlemen thank you so much for (laughs) joining us on another episode of balancing the bars and staying through to um this conversation um until next time Which will be pretty soon. (laughs) Which will be pretty soon. Join us next week, same time, same place, um, for another episode of Balancing the Bars, where balance
0: balance brings brings peace.